Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Life Coach Live podcast. I'm Paul Heron, and together with my co-host, Tyler Nouns, we're diving deep into a transformative conversation that could very well be the catalyst for your next level of personal growth. Today, we're unpacking the three powers of being, a unique framework that starts at the core of who you are and radiates outwards, touching every aspect of your life. It's about aligning your feelings, your thoughts, and your actions to not just reach, but exceed your goals. So if you're ready to start turning the invisible into the tangible and your potential into reality, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. My name is Tyler Nouns and I'm a life coach and our channel is called Life Coach Live. And I'm here today with my good friend and associate, Paul Heron, who's another brilliant life coach. And uh, we're partners in crime and doing these live broadcasts a couple times a week and we really want to our vision our shared vision is really to support aspiring life coaches life coaches people that are called that have a higher calling or have a kind of a purpose driven uh inspiration to serve as a life coach which is what has brought paul and i together and we want to we've we've been through a number of obstacles on our journey towards fulfilling our vision so far as life coaches and part of our calling is to support uh support newer life coaches in getting established as a life coach and 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 knowing what steps to take so that they can you know start reaching their goals how how are you today paul I'm very well, thanks, Tyler. Um, it's fantastic to be back again. I'm super excited about this one, to be honest. Um, I I know this is a, a little bit of a framework that you've put together yourself, um, but something that I think is hugely aligned with everything that we're looking to to do with this this channel and the future plans that we have to be able to help up and coming coaches, you know, go through some of the or navigate through some of the challenges that are inevitable in, in in many ways. You know what's coming up for me. You know just just seeing these slides since you sent them through over the last couple of days is you know this whole emotional intelligence thing. You know the, just the way we deal with our emotions and feelings. And there's a, a distinction between sort of picking out the thing that we're going to do next, but allowing ourselves to be able to actually follow through and take the action. And that's the thing that's coming up with me. And I know that I've felt a lot of resistance to doing various different things over the years. Um, and I think I'm, I'm excited to see where this conversation heads, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And you've touched on that. And, you know, these, this presentation, the slides that I have are like what I've done is I've really tried to simplify it and boil it down because I think that you and I have both experienced, and I'll just speak for myself and I'll get your thoughts after, um, this sense of kind of overwhelm, you know, at times. Um, having this vision of being a life coach and all that that entails, building a business, um, you know, what am I supposed to do? There's so many moving parts and aspects with social media and email marketing and websites and branding and you know there's just and that's all over and above 
the actual work of being a life coach and working with clients, you know, that presents its own obstacles and challenges themselves, you know. So this framework is really, it's applicable to people that want to be a life coach and build their business as a life coach. But it's also a framework that life coaches can work with in their own life on their on themselves and it's transferable so this framework is kind of like think of it as a master key right you know it's overwhelming when you have 100 different keys and 100 different locks and you're trying to figure out which key goes in which lock but if you have a master key that one key transcends all the individual different keys and locks and it works and it can be applied to everything and so that's uh i don't know where that analogy came from i honestly have never thought of it before but and this is this is the secret right there that's the secret is stepping forward into something new that's unknown and trusting it's a little bit like jumping out of the airplane and trusting that the parachute is gonna catch you, you know? And um, so, yeah, I'm just gonna pause and just reconnect with you there, Paul. How, how are you doing over there with so far? Awesome, I love that analogy about the, the master key and the parachute actually, because I think, you know, that's what, that, that is the thing that comes up for me. It's the, it's the belief that we have what it takes, that we are enough, that we don't need any more, that we have everything we need right now to decide what we're going to do next and take action accordingly. And having, having something like this just to refer back to, I think, can be something that's, that's really powerful. Um, so as I said, I'm super excited to, to have this conversation today. Yeah, and, and what you've touched on, Paul, is the first part, which is the being part. So let's, I'm going to, give some context for, for this presentation, which I've titled Three Powers of Being. And the next three slides, each slide is going to be one of the three powers. But, but what's important on this particular slide is simply being. And what you just spoke about was trusting in that who I am and what I am is enough as I am. You know, I don't need a another title. I don't need another training. I don't need this. And, and it's not that there's anything wrong with getting more training and practicing and doing all these things, but it's, it's, a, it's a reversal in how we go. It's a reversal in the why we're seeking training and practice. It's not because our cup is half full. I mean, it's not because our cup is half empty. It's because our cup is half full, you know, um, and most of if, if we're unconscious of our own worthiness and our own fullness and our own beingness, then we are trying to fill that void with stuff. And that could be, you know, buying material stuff to make us feel better, you know, uh, all of that sort of thing. So. Really, the three powers of being belong to a power source. And we are the power source. Who we are is the power source. 
And the three, the, the three powers are simply ingredients in the recipe. And with those three ingredients, we can, we can do and accomplish anything that we envision. Yeah. Awesome, Tyler. Well, what's coming up for me there is, you know, this idea of being. And, you know, I, I'm probably someone who wants to work out how I can put this into, into practice and to apply some of these things. And, you know, for me, it is about stepping back and almost like decluttering, you know, because I can recall years ago, you know, coming out of a coaching course and absolutely feeling like I needed more. I needed more education. I needed more practice. I needed more, um, you know, I wasn't enough. I wasn't ready. But the more that we can just find a way to accept that, you know, we are at the level we're at, you know, whatever level we find ourselves, even if we're at the very, very beginning, we're enough to take those next steps that we need to take, which is really challenging because we look around us and we see everybody else. We make comparisons to others. You know, it's, it's, it's particularly difficult for coaches because in the main, we're very ethical. You know, we, we don't want to be selling something that we're not believing that we're capable of delivering. And it becomes a really big challenge for us to just accept that we have value to be able to provide to the people that we are having conversations with. And, you know, continuously just coming back to this place of acceptance, accepting where we are, knowing and trusting and believing that we have value within ourselves that is well and truly worthy of helping the people that are around us. So, yeah, I, I just think this is a really powerful conversation and something that we can use as a bit of a tool in itself just to keep, you know, referencing and decluttering, you know, removing some of this distraction that gets in the way and just keep coming back or tr keep trying to find a way to come back to this place of just accepting and trusting that you're enough to do what needs to be done next right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's well said. And uh, what you shared about is, you know, looking outside of ourselves or comparing ourselves to others or, and it's your being actually knows at a deep level what to do naturally. And it takes practice in order to establish a conscious connection with that inner power, you know, it's coming to mind this book that Tony Robbins wrote years and years ago called Awaken the Giant Within. And I, I've got it on my bookshelf. I, I've skimmed through it. I haven't read it, but that's besides the point. The, the title is referring to something within us. You can call it a giant. You can call it a beingness. You can call it uh, greatness. You can call it truth or light or love or awareness or consciousness. It doesn't matter what you call it. And right now, I'm just calling it your being, yourself, who your higher self, who you are. And so this higher self, this higher being, who you are, is the power source. It's the cause. It's the solution. It's what we're actually seeking. And it's a reversal because just the title, three powers of being. Well, at first, the ego wants to know, oh, what are these three powers? Maybe if I know what they are, I can understand them and use them to get what I want, right? It's very 
It's very tempting. That is actually what our biggest problem is right there. That's the biggest problem because what we really want is not to get something. What we really want is the power to give something. That's what we want. But that's not what most of us are running off of subconsciously. We're not totally conscious of that. And, and it's not our fault. It's the way we've been conditioned culturally, the world we live in. Everything is being thrown at us. Get this, get that. Once you have this, then you'll be happy. And the idea of the inner giant or the beingness is being the source. It is where your happiness comes from. And when we're established in that place of beingness, then we utilize those three powers, not to get something, but to give something. Yep, I love it, Tyler. And it's, that's, you know, as I said, I would probably be thinking about it more practically, but it's exactly the same thing as what I mentioned, you know, where a lot of us were needing to be levels down the road. You know, if we can, if we can just find a way to get here, you know, things will be okay and we can do the things that we need to be doing. But I think it's very much, you know, our ability to be able to just trust ourselves with the process, you know, with everything from our ability to make decisions, to be able to follow through, to be able to be courageous even when we don't feel like taking an action. Um, you know, I think it's, it's just such a powerful thing to be able to reflect back on and to, to be able to help us put things into perspective and just to keep remembering that we are enough just as we are. You know, that's the thing that keeps on coming back up for me. And um, yeah, I love that book, by the way. I've got that on my bookshelf as well behind me and I have taken the time to read it. And, you know, there's a powerful message there. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to, there's stuff, I, I haven't talked to you about it, but um, I know I've, found in Tony's early years, he actually went to see my teacher that I was introduced to when I was eight, back in the early 80s. And he actually went to my the same teacher in the early 80s. And so um and so I understand where that title of the book comes from because it's actually the similar message to the teacher that that we've seen so and that message is being said in countless different ways by countless different people throughout the centuries so this isn't a new message it's an old message and it keeps reappearing because it's a timeless message it's applicable and real and as true and as powerful today as it was a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago. Okay, so that that beingness, that inner giant, if you will, that is already fulfilled. It's already enough, and it's utilizing the three powers. The first power being the power of feeling, and the power of feeling mostly is it 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 arises out of our being. So the being is the cause or the source because your feelings come from somewhere. They arise from somewhere. 
They have to come from somewhere. Okay. So they arise out of our beingness. And the biggest problem with feeling is that it's subject to duality, which means it's either a positive energy or a negative energy. And oftentimes it's somewhere in between. It's neither good or bad. The power of feeling actually is more of a vertical spectrum than a horizontal spectrum. So in other words, there's only really so many feelings that a human being faces. There's different degrees of those feelings. And so that's what I mean by vertical. There's the highest of the high, and there's the lowest of the low, and there's highs and lows at varying degrees in between. And most of what drives us in our lives is because we want to feel good. It's so simple. Why do we want to win a million bucks? Why do we want to win the lottery? Oh, that would feel awesome. How free I would feel, how free I would be, right? And it's important to put your being first because your being is not subject to the highs and the lows and the plus and the minus, the negative and positive energies. Your being precedes the feelings. So the feelings are more like an object of our perception. The perceiver is the subject. It's who we are. A feeling is just an object of perception subject to plus and minus. Now, the problem again is we are not identified with our being. Our being is hidden from us. We are primarily identified with our feeling, not our being. And so therefore we are subject to the highs and lows. And you know, it's great when we're on the highs, but uh, there seems to be a growing number of people on antidepressants in society because of the lows that they're kind of stuck in, you know? And it's all based on the power of feeling is simply me. The, the root feeling is just me. There's a, a me, I exist. But again, that's just a feeling. But everything that we think and do and feel is is applied to that me. I did this. I feel this. I am so angry. I hate. It's always rooted in me. And even the me is an object of our perception. And that's where the freedom comes from in your being. Is you realize that I'm not who I am. What I am is beyond an object of perception and is free. Because any object in perception is subject to duality, the plus and the minus. And powers, you can think of powers as energy, right? So there's positive energy and negative energy. And your beingness is, if we align our, the power of feeling with our beingness, then it is a positive energy. It's a positive power. Because our beingness is already full and complete, you know? This, you want to be, you want to achieve greatness, be grateful, fill your being with gratitude. Everything is already complete. Feel, think, and act from that place if you can. Seek to serve. So we'll, we'll get into the other powers. Uh, thanks for holding the space here for me, Paul, to, to share this. No problems at all. I think it's, it's fascinating listening to your perspective on this and it's just making makes a lot of sense you know what 
what what comes up for me is this, you know, and I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about this now, putting the pieces together, I guess. But you know, what comes up for me is, you know, if we if we if we're purely looking at the emotional side or the feeling side, you know, I can clearly see that, you know, often that's not in our best interest. You know, if we're purely chasing short-term gratification, for example, you know, that might lead to a short-term feeling well, but it's just not aligned with who it is that we truly want to be. You know, and I I kind of, what's, what's, what's also coming up is that we are in many cases motivated by, you know, moving away from pain or seeking seeking pleasure. But I think, you know, what's coming up for me is, you know, we need to do that in a way that's aligned with who we are and what it is that we want to create. And, you know, sometimes those steps in the direction we want to be taking, it's not always going to be comfortable feelings that are popping up. But sometimes it is understanding that to step into the direction we want to be taking isn't taking the safe, comfortable, easy route. And if that is aligned with your being, then I guess, you know, I haven't really heard it described this way, but I guess that's a a net energy plus boost for us, you know, particularly once we've been able to get out the other side of those actions and the ability to be able to reflect back on achievement and growth. You know, you know, that's what comes up for me anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You've made a lot of great points there. Because what I'm what I'm kind of talking about is a fairly universal and metaphysical, and you know the the challenge is to be able to, uh, as you say, be practical and apply it, and um, you know that feeling of uh, discomfort or the feeling of um, of resistance or fear is really what is preventing us and i'll tell you a lot of that those feelings arise from the unknown the uncertainty you know and the safety in security and the the comfort and that is you know and eventually that safety and security and comfort becomes uncomfortable because we we have a higher calling that we are suppressing and ignoring and so, you know, we have to face our feelings and we have to develop that emotional intelligence and we have to learn to, to be with them and to understand them and to accept them and to take action, as you say, Paul, despite how we are feeling. And, and feelings are subject to change. Feelings have a beginning, middle and end. And, you know, you can go from despair to elation at the drop of a hat you know it's fascinating um yeah so so that's the the first power i would say it's the the innermost power uh i would call it also the causal power it it is and i would also say it's it for the most part is in our unconscious so it's causing us to do and think and behave and not do Primarily, it's the primary primary cause, uh, and we're unconscious of it. We don't realize why we're doing what we're doing, and it's because we're not aware or conscious of the the innermost feeling where that's actually coming from. So now, out of feeling, now I'm I'm working from the inside out on this. Okay, so we 
I would say just just to add to this, we are primarily conditioned to work from the outside in. So the the reversal of this is primarily we think of the world as being the truth and reality, and we are all physical objects in the world, and that's who we are. But the next step inward is how we think, the power of thinking, and the truth of the matter is is that the the world and who we are is actually only determined by what we think it is that's powerful if we think the world is a great and safe place to be then it is if we think the world is a dangerous place and we have to fight for our survival then that's what it is you know and they they use the word mindset it's a bit of a a buzzword in coaching and you can predominantly focus on your fears and worries and anxieties or you can focus on your vision you can focus on on feeling good about yourself you can you know and there's practices <clears throat> for the mind i mean <clears throat> thinking or thought having thoughts is really just the mind thoughts and thinking is just synonymous with the mind and you know there's some some practices because the mind is like a oh gosh i don't even know what the proper analogy for the mind is the mind can just lead you to heaven or lead you to hell it can conjure up all kinds of fantasies and you know dreams it's all takes place in the mind and really the mind has become i would say the central governing power of our reality and existence and when we've talked about the the cause your source of being and the first power of being feeling i would say that the second power of thinking actually takes should take back seat to the deeper causal feeling so the the thinking is in an, in alignment with your being with the the giant within with the inner giant the i mean the inner giant feels good about themselves the inner giant feels powerful the being is the power source is the source of energy that fuels your feelings and your thoughts and your actions and your thinking is really just to support your vision it's to support you in thinking through the practical day-to-day -day aspects of your life you know and most of us are looking for answers up here we're trying to figure it all out we're trying to get the solution so that we can get what we want and we can be secure and have everything controlled so i don't have to ever feel vulnerable or scared or you know uh i mean the mind in it in and of itself pop ball is extremely powerful and the practices of self-awareness and meditation and contemplation what they do is they begin to free us from the control and confines of the mind and you know the mind like the the heart so the heart being where the feelings come from and we talked about the feelings <clears throat> having they're more vertical they they 
there's only so many feelings that we feel in life, you know, from the negative to the positive. Well, the thoughts are also subject to positive and negative. You can have positive feeling, positive thoughts and negative thoughts, but think of the amount of different types of thoughts you can have. Think of it. I, I, I find this fascinating, to be honest. It's, you know, you hear those statistics around the number of thoughts that we have a day. I know roughly 50,000 thoughts a day, say. So. Um, How many? 50,000, I've read. 50,000 thoughts a day. Now, I think a lot of those thoughts are sort of thought patterns. They repeat themselves. I don't know how many unique thoughts we have. But, you know, from my point of view, I know that, you know, if we take notice of every single thought we have, this constant chatter would just drive us mad in the end. You know, and I think it's, I think it's really interesting what you're saying and getting at here that, you know, what I'm hearing, I guess, is that we are not our thoughts, even though sometimes we might think that we are which is a really powerful realization. Um, I also love what you mentioned earlier as well about, you know, we have the power to influence how we experience any given moment. You know, two different people can experience exactly the same moment in time, the same day, same experience, and have vastly different, um, you know, one might be completely positive, one completely negative, completely different views on the descriptions of what, of what they're describing they experienced. And I think at some level we do have an opportunity or we do have ways where we can start to reframe our focus. You know, there's a bit of a Tony Robbins theme today, but what does he say? He's got a, a famous quote that says something to the effect, I'll probably misquote it, but something, something to the effect of where our focus goes, our energy flows. And if we are able to reframe some of the negative thought patterns to more positive outcomes or more positive um, viewpoints, then, then we're able to sort of work on shifting the way we perceive ourselves at the identity level. You know, we can start to look for evidence of us living in line with those values and being more positive. I just think it's a fascinating, um, fascinating conversation because we all, you know, this is getting to what prevents us from doing the things that we that we know is our calling? You know, I, I love this conversation, Tyler. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Thank you for and it's great. Your enthusiasm for for this stuff is terrific, and uh, you know everything you said is is bang on. And uh, you know there's a lot there, uh, the power of the mind, and you know how how easily we can become distracted, you know, the, the mind, um, you know, I've, I've heard people over the years, you know, they can't sleep because they can't turn their mind off, you know, um, and people obsess and they get worried and they play out all these different scenarios in their mind about what could happen in this and, you know, and really, again, it's, it's letting go of all of that stuff and allowing the mind to kind of soften and become still. And that's, you know, one of the, the main techniques for harnessing the power of mind is meditation. So think of it as, you know, uh, I gave the analogy years ago to uh, one of my employees was you know, when you go into a grocery store, 
You can walk up and down every aisle and you can look at everything that's available and you can choose anything you want, right? Oh, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that. And it's the same with the mind and your thoughts. You actually have the power to choose not always what you think, because that's a, that's a different, uh, the mind is, is built to think. <laughs> it's like a thinking machine. You know, the only time it really stops is if we practice meditation or if we're in deep sleep. You know, even when we're in lighter sleep, the mind is still creating and conjuring up all kinds of things. But we have the power to at least say, I choose to believe that thought or not. And I think one of the biggest problems about the mind is that we are the powerlessness that the problem that we have is that whatever thought we have in our minds, we believe every single thought. And you're talking about 50,000 thoughts. We believe it. And the only reason why we believe it is just because it's so close to us that we're identified with it. Like what you said, we're, it's powerful to know that we're not our minds. Well, <laughs> most of us are our minds. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because in truth, we're not. Our mind is just thoughts. It's not who we are. Our being is who we are. I think of be a human being, okay? I think of feeling, thinking, and acting, the three powers in this talk, as our human part. The being part is the one that transcends those, the humanness. It's more of the universal. You know, when, when if somebody says being, I think the, the thing that they identify with the most, they think of your body. But the being is more not physical. So the, the body is what performed the power of action. That's what we're going to talk about next. That's physical. That happens at the physical. As soon as you now move into the mind, you're no longer working in the physical realm. Thoughts are not physical. Yet look at the power that they have. As soon as you go deeper into the feeling, the causal power, again, not physical. Yet look at the driving power that it has over the physical, the, the non-physical thinking, the, the power that it has, how it affects the physical reality. So the, those human parts, so human is hues, the three hues of man. And those three hues are feeling, thought, and action. And they belong to the heart, they belong to the mind, and they belong to the body. The being part is also non-physical. It would be more about, uh, and I refrain from using the word spiritual because it, it has a religious connotation, but the word spiritual is, means essential. Like the spirit of something is the essence of something. So the essence of your humanity is your beingness. That's the essence. And some people call it spirituality. The way to know your beingness is often through what they call spiritual practice or mindfulness or self-awareness, you know, and, and beingness, just before we move on, beingness is really just awareness. That's all that it is. Your beingness is just pure awareness. So it's the cause and the source. 
it is what knows. And it is what knows that you don't know something. It knows that you don't know. And it knows that you know, or it knows what you think you know. So we say my body, my mind, my thoughts, my feelings. Who is this me or mine that the feelings, thoughts, and body belong to? What is it? Right? And it's such a basic question. And we talked about it in previous things about identity. Who am I or what am I? It's such a fundamental, basic question. Yet we never really think about it. We never really ask ourselves. We never really contemplate it. We never really meditate upon it. Who am I really? Where am I? What am I? Wow, thoughts. Wow, feelings. You know, memories, beliefs, all, all that kind of stuff. We're none of that stuff. We are just being in the pure awareness in the here and now. Paul, did you did you have any other things uh, before we get into the power of action? Do you have any other things you want to add? Oh, I'm just... In this particular topic today, I'm just sitting back listening to everything that you've got to say on it, and I think it's uh, it's a really powerful conversation, and it's got me thinking, and I'm sure anyone who stumbles across this video or anyone who's here live, I'm not sure who's who's watching, um, I'm, I'm sure there is so much that most of us can take away from this because, you know, it gets back to that idea of really understanding ourselves and who we are, exactly what you were just saying there. And you, you, you know what's so exciting about this as a life coach, Paul, is that when you understand this about yourself, and it's not, it's not something that I'm asking anyone to believe in, I'm asking people to find out for themselves if what we're talking about is true for them or not. And if it is true, then you don't have to believe in it. It just, it's true. You know, the sun's shining today. I don't, it is what it is. <clears throat> and <clears throat> what's amazing about it, Paul, is that this, for me, this is the foundation of my ability and my confidence and my certainty as a life coach. I'm more confident and certain about this than I am about, you know, making a cold call and having that initial conversation or, uh, you know, coming to a video and recording and all that kind of stuff. Like all of that, I get nervous and I'm, I've got resistance and I'm afraid, but at the innermost level, and, and that's, I, I like so value the ability and space to be able to share this with you, Paul, and our listeners. So um, thanks. Yeah. So where are we now? Um, so th this is the thing I think that, where most most of us spend our lives focused on what do i do what should i do what shouldn't i do what do i feel like doing you know and this is really action is really the only thing that the body can do it, the only thing your body can do is perform an action and you know this is the third power so if we're working from the inside out you know as opposed from the outside in so the outside in, if something happens externally in the world, then I react, I react, I don't act. So from the outside in, I'm always in reaction mode. So something always external to me is dictating my actions, but I call them reactions. And I think that, you know, most of our life is lived in reaction mode and there is a sense of um, helplessness that comes from that, you know, 
Like we don't feel like we have any control because we're always reacting to something outside of ourselves, something external. And from the inside out, if we understand what we are, if we have a vision, if we are feeling worthy, if we're feeling positive, if we're feeling that that is in alignment, our thoughts therefore arise and spring out of it. And we're here to, so the power of action, if your power of action is aligned with what we've been talking about, it's coming from the inside out, then really all that's left for us to do is just serve. That's all that, that you know, it's not, and, and the problem is from the outside in, how we be conditioned, we don't act to serve. We act only if we are going to get something. Well, why would I do that? You know, what, why, why should I? You know, what's in it for me? What, what we want to do is we want to act out of a place from that inner giant of empowerment. We want to act in alignment with our higher purpose. That is the purpose of life. That's what's in it for you. You get to live and experience a fill, fulfilled and purposeful life. That's what you get. What happens as a result of that? What, what the fruits are of the action? They are going to be what they are. Learn to accept the good with the bad because it's not all going to be roses. You're, you're, you may want something to work out to be good, but that's not how life is, you know? But at least we're working in alignment with that higher purpose and vision that we have in our life. And that is in and of itself the reward. I love it, Tyler. It's, it's a complete shifting perspective for myself. I think in my life, in my coaching, I there's elements of all this that sort of come into it. But, you know, this is just looking at this through a completely different lens for myself, you know, and what's coming up for me is, you know, if I'm looking at the three powers, you know, how we potentially get in our own way and, you know, what's well, how I'm visualizing it anyway is potentially there's different levels that we can be acting in in each of those powers. And I think based on what you're saying there, the closer you go to the, to the center, you know, if you can work your way outwards, um, you know, increasing your ability to do each of those powers at a slightly higher level, you know, in many ways, the results will look after themselves, you know. Um, you know, we all kind of know that, you know, tackling a huge goal before we're emotionally ready to take on that doesn't work. And this framework kinds of paints that picture of why it doesn't work and why we're not ready to actually do what we know is required. So that's that's sort of what's coming up for me there. Ah, so and so um, it, it, I, for you to just be able to receive this and, and share so beautifully the way you summarize that, it's just it really, uh, I'm just grateful to, to be able to share in this conversation with um, And uh, so I, I feel like I've been at a, at a big buffet and, and I feel like I, I'm pretty full. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I don't really have it. I just want to thank anyone who's stayed with us this far. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about uh, the future, uh, Paul, and uh, how we can support and serve other aspiring life coaches. 
and uh, I'm I'm excited about the community that's going to arise as a result of this work that we're doing, and I'm really excited to uh, to have another conversation with you. Uh, I think on Wednesday next week. Uh, normally we do Tuesdays and Thursdays, but next week we're going to do a Wednesday and Thursday instead. Yeah, slight change to the to the schedule, but yeah, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Um, I'm curious to ask if anyone is listening to this, how can someone, if someone does want to explore this further, where can we direct people? Well, I mean, it all starts with a conversation, you know, and, um, you know, I, I think we need to make our contact information more available. Uh, we have a, we have a website, uh, lifecoach.live or dash live.com and, uh, our contact information should be on there. Um, but of course you can just leave a comment or message us in, in the description below. Um, if you're inspired to do so, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Tyler, that's been a fascinating uh, talk today. Um, I know personally, there's so much that I can take away from this and hopefully reflect on over the coming days. And I look forward to touching on these topics more and more as we get into this. Sounds great, Paul. Look forward to it. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us for another insightful conversation. Remember, these discussions are recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday over on our Facebook page. We'd love to invite you to be part of the experience, to engage with us, and to contribute to the conversation. You can find a link to the Facebook page below in the show notes. Until next time, keep growing, keep learning and keep transforming lives starting with your own. Bye for now.